The Social Introvert. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your boy, Sid Davis. Back with a brand new episode of The Social Introvert Podcast, episode 305. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So I'm just sitting here um, surrounded by boxes, <laughs> not doing much. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm exhausted, but we still rocking. Um, I don't want to spend too long. This might when I say this is going to be the shortest episode, this will be the shortest. I say that sometimes every now and then on certain episodes and it ends up being the same duration <laughs> of each episode that I've put out uh, or the majority. But I want to talk about this new Jim Jones and Harry fraud, the fraud department. <clears throat> and it it's odd because Jim Jones early 2000s he was he was cool but um from a lyrical standpoint it wasn't anything where i'm just jumping up and down like yeah man i can't wait for the gym verse he wasn't my favorite in in the diplomats just you know i did i never gave him a second thought i'm like man he might be the you know the wackest one out of the crew and that's not to say like oh he's just wack it was just he wasn't whack. I just didn't have any interest in Jim Jones. I didn't really like his flow. It just it didn't sound too well but put put too well together for me. Like just his his flow and cadence over production. I just I was like whatever. Um now my favorite from back then would switch from time to time, almost like how Griselda is. So sometimes it would be Cam. Then it would be Hellrail. Hellrail was like pretty much overall my favorite. And then J.R. Ryder. And then, of course, later on, you have 40 Cal step into the picture. Um, you had some of the affiliates that were involved with Dipset. Now, Dipset breaks up for some time. We don't know if they're ever coming back or reuniting. And then they do, but without J.R. Ryder, 40 Cal, and Hellrail. Around that time, Jim Jones was already putting, you know, great projects. I mean, the major, like the more projects that Jim Jones put out, the better he got. The better each album just improved. He was improving like crazy. Um, and then he gets to, I think it was the Vamp Life album, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is Jim Jones, like. Diplomats Jim Jones and then of course Wasted Talent drops I'm like alright fam What's happening what's going on And Capo El Capo drops I'm like alright <laughs> And what made it even Better is the fact that um, Even though he was Collaborating with the Heat Makers uh, With Arsonist You know before El Capo this project in full was produced by Arsonist of the Heatmakers. The album is amazing. And then he says, we got more coming with the Heatmakers, but here goes a, um, a Lucy with Harry Fraud, which I'm like, 
Jim Jones and Harry Fraud. Like that doesn't even that don't even sound right. Like that don't even go together. And when I heard the Lucy, and it was a, he put it out the, around the time of the the protest and George Floyd and all of that. A little a little after that. And then he announces that an album is coming with Harry Fraud. And I'm like, oh, okay. Harry Fraud has been on fire for 2020, like the entire year. I'm pretty sure he's not pretty sure he's going to be on fire for the rest of the year. Harry Fraud's range and production is insane. Like I noticed it before, but it seems to just, he seems to be progressing even further, like Listen to the production on the fraud department and then go and listen to last year's uh, Larry June project. Keep going. Matter of fact, you can listen to Currencies, Outrunners and Director's Cut, too, uh, which is entirely produced by Harry Fraud. Go and listen to those. There's a stark difference between Outrunners, Director's Cut to keep going and then the beat selection that was chosen for the fraud department stark difference and i'm like what the hell is happening <laughs> like who is this guy like i've been a harry fraud fan for years and he's always had fire beats but something something i don't know what it is i don't know if this nigga's transforming or he's he's going into his final form i don't know what it is like is he peaking right now because years ago uh smoke dizzle put out a project called rugby thompson i think that was 2014 2015 somewhere around there i might be off on that and his beats then were fire the action bronson uh shit that he was doing for his projects were fire you fast forward damn near a decade and the production just gets even better but um this album, The Fraud Department, is awesome. Like, Jim Jones, bro, like most people, I'm pretty sure they share the same opinion as I once did. Like, like Jim Jones, like, nah, fam, like, whatever. Like, his albums have always been good, but it's, I don't know what's happening. What the fuck is happening? It's, it's the same effect with Freddie Gibbs. It's the same effect with Pusha T. It's the same effect with um, Killer Mike. When Killer Mike, like I was saying, he's always, he's been amazing since the jump. But the fact that Killer Mike put himself in a position to be uh, collab partners with or, you know, a, a duo with LP and come up with Run the Jewels. It's just Killer Mike is elevating. But this album, back to Jim Jones, is awesome. I can't stop listening to it. And I say that about almost every project that I take a liking to. But this right here, Jim Jones and Harry Fraud is a a unicorn. I may just be speaking too soon. I don't know. But like I said, this is not supposed to be like <laughs> it's not supposed to be a thing. Harry Fraud, Jim Jones, you know, Jim Jones is up there in age. He's he's seasoned now. And it's fuck man like i hope we get more collab albums you can kind of look at this and, and say that this is like a generational thing too because jim jones goes back as far as <clears> oh <throat> two oh three harry fraud started popping up 2010 
10, 2011, 2012, you know, 10 years shy or almost 10 years shy of uh, when Jim Jones was around. But I just, I can't fucking believe it. It laps around the sun, for instance, the video, the, the production, the sound, everything that's going on in laps around the sun, which is the intro for this album is ridiculous. Then we get to, I got to look at the track list because I, I don't even know all the names, but when I listen to it, I just put this shit on and let it rock. I didn't even bother looking at the names. I didn't even bother looking at the features. I just like to shit play and continue to do that without even looking at the names of the songs. Now, um, let me see. Barry White. Barry White <laughs> is ridiculous. Uh, there's a song called Fucked Up with Belly. Matter of fact, real quick sidebar about Belly. He is dropping a project soon. I don't know when, but I'm ready for it. I'm a fan of Belly. Love his music. Um, Aunt Viola featuring Davies and Trav. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Davies, please continue what you did on um, Karma 3. I think this, I don't know, maybe it took some time for, for Dave East to mature a little bit. Or, I don't know, kind of take some time and just chill. I, I don't know, man, because Davies was dropping... He, he was dropping some duds for a minute. He was dropping some good ones in between, but he was dropping a few duds. And it's like, what is he doing? Like, this isn't the Davies I remember. Like, I, what's going on? And then um, let me check. Uh, let me look at the rest of the track. list. like I when this came out. Right. I didn't look at the names of the songs. I didn't look at the features. I just knew about laps around the sun and lose lose. Uh, I didn't even bother listening to it until the full album came out. Hold on. Um, let me see what we got here. And then we get down to Say a Prayer featuring Currency and Jay Worthy. That man, I've heard only one other rapper use that sample and it was Dom Kennedy and it was cool, but Dom Kennedy was just freestyling. He wasn't doing too much with it. But when damn dog, um, if that's if y'all can hear that, this loud ass dog barking. But the way that Harry Fraud, fraud, excuse me, flips this sample on say a prayer is like I feel like I'm I'm in a, another dimension or something when I'm listening to this album. I can't even fully describe on what's going on with this album. Like I said, this collaboration with Jim Jones and Harry Fraud on. It doesn't even, I don't know if it's right to say, but it doesn't seem like it makes sense, but it really does. Jim Jones meshes well on Harry Fraud beats. I didn't know that that could happen. I'm so used to hearing the laid back, um, you know, lifestyle weed rappers, you know, like your Domo Genesis or uh, sometimes, you know, Freddie Gibbs or Currency or Larry June and Action Bronson. I'm so used to hearing them. Like, no, that wouldn't work. But this right here, I want to know how long Harry Fraud and Jim Jones have been cool with each other. That's what I need to know, because that's that's going to define everything for me. 
if they've had this relationship going for years and then decided to, you know, all right, let's go ahead, get in the studio and, you know, put some work in and put an album out, then, yeah, that's understandable. But if this is just spur of the moment, regardless, if if the, the friendship has been throughout the years or if this happens spur of the moment, this is incredible. And I'm I'm happy for Jim Jones uh, just to see him elevate from where he started to where he is now is is fucking amazing to see um then luxury lies luxury lies with big body bez another fire ass (laughs) track (laughs) i don't know if i can play these songs on the podcast because well actually yeah i can but at the same time i don't want to risk it because i got a warning in my email recently for a past episode for playing a Kid Cudi song on Man on the Moon 3. And I thought I was okay with playing Kid Cudi because it wasn't anything shown until I saw where the music was coming from. It's universal. So, um, yeah, it makes sense to not play any Kid Cudi music on a podcast. Uh, and then where's the other joint? The People Remix with Conway the Machine and let me see who else is on this song. Uh, Conway the Machine. Come on, man. Hurry up so I can look at the, the feature list. Damn it. Who else is on here? Uh, M- Mark. Oh, Mark Scabilia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mark. He's another dope artist. Um, one that I've been listening to for a couple months now. I like that guy. Uh, the people remix is even fire and I was kind of like I don't know about this like do we really need a remix but the remix is great Um, overall I really enjoyed the fuck out of this album if you I don't know because there's a lot of people that are kind of indifferent when it comes to Jim Jones I will say still check this album out Jim Jones and Harry Fraud, the fraud department. Check it out. If you don't like it, that's cool. If you do, that's cooler. Now, I think that's awesome. Um, if you've been kind of like on the fence, kind of go back and listen to um, go and listen to Wasted Talent and then listen to El Capo and then El Capo Deluxe because the Deluxe, there's 15 additional tracks <laughs> never heard before that in the process of recording El Capo so go and listen to those projects and then jump to this 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 is fucking great like man I, I'm waiting to see what comes next from uh Jim Jones I'm waiting to see what he does next I know he announced there's a couple more coming out there's another um Heat Makers project in the works so we'll see I mean we not even in March, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we got the rest of the year to find out what he has coming. And Harry Fraud, I can't wait to see what the hell he does next. I'm pretty sure uh, it's going to be with Jay Worthy or Currency or Larry June. That obvious. So um, I also wanted to real quick before I get up out of here real quick. Uh, I don't want to do this at the tail end of the episode. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you can follow me at I Sid Davis. I have other social media handles in the description of this episode. You can check that out 
um, in the show notes uh, while you're listening. Um, if you want to send emails, you can send emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. Uh, shout out to government name or shout out to BYNK family. Shout out to government name podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson and shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd podcast. Um, and my other podcast uh, shows that I listen to frequently. I'll probably shout out, shout them out at the end. It's just I'm trying to switch it up. I don't want to keep doing that same repetitive shit at the end of each episode. But um, yeah, I'm going to do something a little different going forward. Uh, let me see what we got going on here. And also shout out to uh, Jasmine Blue. She is one of our BYNK blog content creators as well. Um, I'm also a blog content creator myself. You can go to BYNKradio.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down to you see social introvert. And I will have a blog out. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I say that and then I forget. But I will have one out uh, tomorrow. So uh, be on the lookout for that as well. Um, Let me see what else is going on. Oh, real quick. I talked about um, a project with the God Fahim and your old Droog called The Wolf on Wall Street. And I said it was it was cool, but I felt like it was rushed a little bit. It's I don't know what it was, but I still liked it. It was okay. Uh, they turned around and dropped another one called the Yad Fahim. I guess they're throwing together the words your and then God together. It's the Yad Fahim, whatever. Um, I haven't listened to it just yet, but I will be listening to that. And you will hear from me on Thursday of what I think of that project. Hopefully is hopefully it doesn't sound rushed like um the wolf on wall street because when i saw the artwork and i was like all right yeah there's about to be some like fire fire shit and it was it was all right it wasn't anything terrible uh let me see what else is going on bro like i feel like i feel like i'm out of the loop man i feel like an old dude i ain't well no i'm not i'm not an old dude um let me see what, what we got going on here um, actually, you know what, real quick, before I get into the next um, topic. So I said I was going to talk more about this one project with Kev Brown and Jay Cyanide, which is called Stray from the Pack. Um, dope project from these two. One of my favorite tracks off of this project is called Siberian Summer. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Tidings and gladness, getting with the getting like Gladys. Claudine R.I.P., my arm pack got two copies. Sentimental J side, not on the floppy. Feel the heartbeat, sometimes real life is sloppy. I'm bored with this monopoly. About to rise out the poverty, black people the majority. I see the vision like Geordie. 
still reserve Prince Georgie. Four stars when you hear it on the recording. Award winning, I put the third act at the beginning. Standing in the corner, arms folded, just chilling. Standing in the corner, arms folded, just grinning. Smooth criminal, on the mic, get it? Moonwalk with a tomahawk. At the top of the beanstalk, surprise top flight of the world, Craig. Check the logo at the letterhead, Cat Brown Brad. J-Lib told you turn it up to the red. Set it off, I suggest you do what they said. They normalize violence, they never normalized organizing. And building yeah. up your own environment. It's all about corporations and yeah. advertisements. Hey, yeah. Y'all standing in the staircase, chilling. Gotta grab a suitcase, get to New Zealand. Ten days later, I'm back. They in the same place, occupy the space. Dead weight, what a fucking waste. 2.5 on the waist. Blue North Face, conceal the fake. Great escape, pride, real estate. Yo, king of the renegades, well played, sir. Second can't smoke, dip down, avoid the massacre. Yo, your resistance is a roadblock. Applies with the tub, make the soul shot. Stole top, hotter than July. Wonder why, too fly. To deal with small shit by supporting this Motherfuckers is awkward huh. Do damage, send me that I react, yo my attitude was hacked Busted, I don't give a fuck rap Once again, that's Siberian Summer By Kev Brown and Jay Cyanide Off of the project Straight from the Pack Uh, real quick, real quick So, um, like I said Before I get up out of here, I want to talk about The Meek Mill situation, not the 6ix9ine But apparently Vanessa Bryant uh, responded to him over the leaked lyric. So real quick, hotnewhiphop.com Vanessa Bryant checks Meek Mill over disrespectful Kobe Bryant lyric. After the snippet of an unreleased collaboration with Lil Baby went viral, Meek Mill found himself on the receiving end of backlash. The Philadelphia rapper is held in the clip rapping the line, yeah, and if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper, it'd be another Kobe. And the public quickly denounced him for his choice of bars. Meek seemed defiant in his response, rightfully so, and even shared an image of a hat with Kobe Bryant and his late 13-year-old daughter Gianna's names on it to show he wasn't being disrespectful, but he didn't offer the apology that many believed he should have given. He didn't have to. He really didn't have to. I'll, I'll explain. The controversy seemed to be taking notice and new viral moments have taken its place, but almost a week later, Vanessa Bryant has come forward to address lyrics. She says, Dear Meek Mill, at Meek Mill, uh, I think this is on her Instagram, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful, period. Kobe's widow shared to her Instagram story, I am not familiar with any of your music, that's a lie, but I believe you can do better than this. If you're a fan, fine. That's a... There's a better way to show your admiration for my husband, she continued. This lacks respect. Soon, Meek resurfaced with a tweet. I'm going back, Savage, in this shit. Fuck your feelings, he wrote. It's unclear what he's referring to, but you can check out the posts below. Wow. Um, okay. Woo. Alright. Okay. But listen... Oh, here, what this bullshit at? Meek Mill ripped apart on Twitter after Vanessa Bryant checks him. Here's my thing, right? This is hip hop. He didn't say anything about bitches or anything like that. Anything disrespectful. The line was not disrespectful. If you are a person who can analyze bars and who has analyzed bars without going to rapgenius.com, you know exactly what Meek is saying. 
You know exactly what he's saying. If you ever catch him lacking, he's going out with the chopper. It'd be another Kobe saying as a champion, you know, with the previous project called Championships, I'm just playing. Maybe I'm being a little over analytical, but still, let's just, just follow me. Um, a, a person who seems to see himself as uh, one with the Mamba mentality like Kobe Bryant. You catch him lacking. I'm going out with my chopper, chopper, helicopter. It'd be another Kobe. He wasn't disrespecting the man's death. Not at all. Just not at all. And I hate the censorship uh, shit. Like, this is. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just don't think it was disrespectful. Maybe too soon to say. Maybe because I don't know. I, I really don't know. People sit here with their phones and stare into it all day and just look for. That's what we turn into. Or I can't say we not me, but that's what a lot of people have turned into um robots just staring into their phone and just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to see what's the latest thing that they can be upset about instead where you can just take a walk outside sunny rainy whatever the snow uh not snow the weather is it could be snowing any of that and just go for a fucking walk or a jog or just there was a time right where and i don't like sounding cliche or sounding like old or anything but there was a time where things were a little bit simpler just a little simpler than what they are now where we didn't really have this much access to celebrities i think that's the problem i think i think this is the problem the the upgrading and the technology of these phones and computers and iPads and all of this and like we we know it, like most people aren't even going by looking for your IP address anymore. They're going by looking. You're able to pull up someone's fucking location on maps in Snapchat. That's scary. I turn that shit off. I'm on ghost mode. <laughs> but what I'm saying is. We get a little too over emotional on people we don't know. And I I don't think we need this much access when it comes to celebrities, especially when they can tweet in an instant like this and have people just hoard them and get mad. They're just regular people. They're going to say some wild shit. They're going to say stupid things. They're going to say things that you may not agree with. Get over it. But um, that's all I had to say on that. Um, that wraps this episode up for me. Thank you for listening to episode 305 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Uh, shout out to the John Effect Podcast, 12 Kyle Podcast, Just Say Words Podcast, Brunch with Besties, Talk It Out Podcast, uh, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, Ignorant Philosophy, Conversation Con Artist. And um, I'll see you guys Thursday. Peace. The social introvert. How many laps can you make around the sun? The music got the hairy fun. Forty-four laps around the sun. Every night I pray to God to make more laps around the sun. I'm grateful. 
Never saw no crack around my son Just to think I could've got caught doing them trafficking runs Once took a bomb, made a hundred during that Africa run They tell me smoking the weed just might black out my lungs Real niggas getting killed for being black where I'm from We had the Taj Mahal talk back when crack was a jumps We was... Young going hard off the Hennessy Rocking 95s, but I'm just jogging my memory Put so much work and I think that God may tell me Should they still blast for me? I got some garlic tendency She had long legs, I need a body like a centipede Call like a hotel, cause it got all the amenities We land to take off from a private airspace My Muslim brother bought a mansion Plus a private prayer space These niggas get locked from home, then they get scared straight I can surely tell you that a river's what tears make, but all this water got me feeling like I'm skinny dipping. I never lack, so I ain't gonna never catch Jimmy slipping. I got them dogs, so you know I would have been a sick one. These little niggas make me feel like they never been a victim of circumstance. I think the streets probably hurt my chance of me getting any type of athletic scholarship. The reason being, they said it that I was wild as shit. So I took a foul on the strip with them vows to flip now. It's not nothing that I'm proud of, but this is something that I'm proud to make it out of. We all proud of that. Praying to the wrong gods. Right. Praying to get these Michael Marys in them foreign cars. When we should be praying to repent. I'll be feeling like a preacher when I'm playing in a bent, nigga. You